Welcome to Anchor Point, where we believe that the next 30 minutes could change your life forever. So join us to consider the greatest message ever heard, the good news of the gospel, as well as sound scriptural teaching for believers, all based on the Word of God, the anchor for our souls. Well, the central theme of the Christian message, as we all know, is the cross, the cross of Christ. We all know it as a symbol of Christianity worldwide, but even as a symbol, it serves to point out how Christianity differs from all other religious systems that the world has developed. After all, it is an old rugged cross, a cross upon which a Savior died. One look at it should tell us two things our own personal guilt, and that the God of the Bible did something truly marvelous to meet that need. In today's broadcast, Evangelist Peter Ramsey takes up the glorious message of the cross. After explaining some of the misunderstandings about the cross in religious circles, Mr. Ramsey describes how the cross of Christ divides humanity between the saved and the lost, how it displays the true nature of the human heart, and how it declares, without a doubt, the love of God for sinners. 1 Corinthians chapter 1 and verse 18. The Apostle Paul is writing this letter to believers in a large city of Corinth, just west of Athens in Greece. And it was a metropolis, a very busy city, and just like what goes on in cities today. In Toronto, wherever you find a big city, well, Corinth was one of those big cities. And there were a lot of philosophers, a lot of educated people, and there was a lot of immorality, the bright lights of the city. And there were those who thought this message concerning Christ and the cross doesn't really fit with our lifestyle and all the things we're learning. It seems rather primitive and crude to be preaching the way to heaven as through one who died on a cross. They didn't like the message. And so the Apostle Paul is writing to believers here and he's saying in verse 18, For the preaching or the message of the cross is to them that perish foolishness, but unto us which are saved, it is the power of God. And that's all we're going to read. So we'll read it again. For the preaching or the message of the cross is to them, now get that, there are two kinds of people, them that are perishing foolishness, but unto us which are saved, not those of us who hope to be saved, those of us who are saved. It is the power of God. Well, the cross, the fame of the cross, it's very popular today. As a symbol, as an icon, as an emblem, it is recognized around the world as the symbol of Christianity. Do you know what our fear is? The historical symbol 
that has been adopted by Christianity is not well understood. The cross. But our fear is that the symbol of the cross, we might be united on the centrality of the cross as a symbol, but on the message of the cross, there is a deep division in the world tonight. That symbol of the cross. You see, the message of the cross is misunderstood. Some people, you see, it's hanging around the mirror in their car. I have good friends and they sleep with the cross under their pillow. It protects them, they think, from lightning and from people breaking into their home. And I'm sure you've seen it around people's necks or around their ankles. Maybe you've seen it as a piece of body art, a cross tattooed onto their skin. It adorns church spires. It's on walls that go into homes. And now we're not belittling that. If people in their sincerity, but in their darkness, if, if there's still some fear of God in their minds, thank God for any level of the fear of God. As long as those dear people understand that by wrapping it around the mirror of their car, or by sleeping with it under their pillow, or by going to a body artist and having it tattooed onto their biceps, as long as they understand that the symbol won't get them a centimeter closer to heaven. Fame of the cross. I've never been to Texas. But they say down in Texas there's a tall, tall image of the cross. You can see it 35 miles before you get to it. It's a towering monument. It's not the tallest one in the world. Texans may have thought it was. But over in Madrid, Spain, there is one that's much taller. It's 152 meters. The point is, around the world, the cross is recognized as a symbol. But how many people in Canada, how many people within the four walls of this room tonight know what the message of the cross is all about? The fame of the cross. There are fables associated with the cross. It isn't a good luck charm. See, the mere symbol of the cross or the crucifix has displaced the Christ and the message of the cross. Somehow this message that the Apostle Paul is writing about has been lost to many people. They still cling to a cross. But by clinging to a symbol that will never ever take them to heaven. There are many fables. Some people think that the cross represents a self-sacrificing life of a good man who lived 2,000 years ago. And they think the message of the cross is something well we should seek to emulate. He was a self-sacrificing individual. So I should be a self-sacrificing individual. That is not the message of the cross. The cross as a symbol has no supernatural power. The cross as a symbol has no spiritual efficacy. Those are all fables. I wonder what does the cross mean to you this evening? The fact of the cross. You know, not everything that's famous is a fact. Just because it's famous, not a fact. I come from Prince Edward Island, and I can't believe the people who scout out Anne of Green Gables land. They've read about her. Some folk come over in the heart of winter when all our tourist attractions are closed until July, almost. And they come there on a pilgrimage to see Anne of Green Gables. And when you tell them that Anna Green Gables is not a fact, it's a piece of 
fiction. It's a figment of Lucy Maud Montgomery's imagination. They say, really? We were having tent meetings down in Pennsylvania, and a man was totally disheartened. I don't think you heard the rest of the message. When he found out that Anna Green Gables was just a piece of fiction, he met me at the door. He said, I'm crushed. I never knew until tonight that it's just a fable. You see, just because something's popular and famous doesn't mean it's true. But let me tell you, the cross of Christ is not a fable. The cross of Christ is a fact of history. It was man at his worst state. If you read old ancient history, not everyone died on crosses. Cicero, he said, that word, the cross, should not even be mentioned in public. He said it was an instrument of death reserved for the basest and the cruelest and the most brutal criminals who committed the most heinous crimes. And even the word cross shouldn't be mentioned in public. That's how the cross was known back when the Lord Jesus died. It was not something you'd ever wear around your neck. Not something you'd ever get tattooed in your body. You say, sir, what is the message of the cross? I'm going to tell you a couple of things about the message of the cross. The message of the cross that the Jews didn't like and that the Greeks didn't like, the philosophers didn't like, the message of the cross divides humanity. It's right in this verse. The message of the cross is to them that perish foolishness. But unto us which are saved, it is the power of God. People don't like humanity being divided that way. They say, oh, that's too pointed. You mean it's either or? Yes, friend, the message of the cross is either or. You are either perishing in your sins or you're saved rejoicing in Christ tonight. We're not going to ask you to come to the front, but if this side was reserved for those who are perishing and this side was reserved for those who are already saved and we ask you to come up and identify yourself where would you place yourself tonight? You say, I'm not sure. I, I wouldn't want to. I think I would stand right in the middle, underneath the microphone. But you see, God has no middle ground. The message of the cross is crystal clear. There is no gray zone. There's no fuzzy, foggy area, spiritually speaking. You're either perishing or you have a moment in your life when you're saved. The Bible is filled with it. You're either condemned in your sins or you're not condemned. You are either in darkness or you're in light. You're either in the broad road or you're in the narrow way to heaven. You say, I don't know whether I like this message or not. You're making me feel uncomfortable. How is it that in other venues of life, other spheres of life, other dimensions of life, people like to be crystal clear? They sit down with the banker and they say, just tell me like it is. I need to know the facts. You're trying to work out your retirement plan and you want to know how your investments are doing, you don't just let your investment portfolio manager just uh, sort of breeze around, and it could be this, could be that. But when it comes to something spiritual about heaven or hell, the way to heaven, the message of the cross, you say, I don't want it to be so black and white. Well, my friend, the message of the cross, that's why people in Paul's day didn't like it. It divides humanity. It also displays the heart of human beings. 
the message of the cross. Everybody looks mighty fine tonight. Just the way you are. External. The message of the cross goes deeper. The message of the cross actually displays what's in our hearts. In our hearts. You say, why would you say that? The message of the cross displaying what's in our heart? You see, the message of the cross takes the veneer off our lives. Oh, you stood in the mirror before you went out to the shopping mall or gone out to work in the morning. And you stand and you go like this and looking this way and that way. And you go like this and like that. And you put that nice smile on. You go out the door. How was your weekend? Just great, great. Oh, it's awesome. Putting a nice foot forward type of thing. But if you're honest, you have another side of your life, don't you? I do. The message of the cross, I remember when it convicted me. I found out, oh, I'm not half as good as I might think I am or as I look or as other people think I am. The message of the cross displays what was in her heart. You say, why would you say that? Just think about it for a minute. It wasn't aliens from outer space who nailed the Lord Jesus to the cross. Martians didn't come from Mars and pick up nails and hammers. It wasn't Martians that were clearing their throats and spitting at Christ. Who was it? Fellow human beings. People with hearts just like me. People with hearts just like yours. Get up in the morning, brush your teeth, comb their hair, worked an honest day of work. But when it came to Christ, they had no time for Him. And they could only take 33 years of a sinless, spotless life on this planet. And they said, enough is enough. And our fellow human beings nailed him to the cross. Message of the cross isn't so pretty, is it? It displays the heart of man. There are two things it displays. Sin was such an intractable, deep-rooted problem that nothing short of the cross, death of Christ, could ever solve my problem of sin. You say, really? Who are you? What kind of people do they grow? We know they grow potatoes in PEI, but what kind of people are growing up in PEI? You mean that you were that bad of a sinner? That's what the message of the cross tells us. That sin is such an offense to the Almighty God, a holy God, that sin was such an intractable problem that nothing less than the death of the innocent one or the guilty ones could ever remove our sin stains. And people don't like to hear that. It displays the heart of man this way. Our hatred against God. Acts says, murdered, murdered, is the word used, murdered God's son. Oh, you say things have changed a lot since then. We're a very sophisticated bunch of people living here. Really? You ever been in a parking lot and uh, someone's putting their groceries in their car and and they get the last bag in and they slam the door shut ah! and they grab their thumb and they're jumping up and down? What are they saying? Jesus Christ. It's still in the heart of man and women. That inborn hatred. The message of the cross displays what's in the heart of man. Reverend Dolores Williams, the head no longer the head of a theological seminary in North America. You know what she said? She's on record as saying this. You can look it up yourself. She said, We don't need folks hanging on crosses and blood dripping 
and weird stuff. That was the leader of a theological seminary. The message of the cross has no appeal to those out there. What about to you tonight? The message of the cross divides humanity. It displays the heart of man. But oh, the message of the cross, it declares the love of God. Even when we were enemies, even while we were driving the nails into his blessed hands, heaven was looking down and saying, I love that world of sinners lost. And I'm not going to call off this mission. My son is going to the cross and he is going to lay down his life. His blood is going to be shed. He will give his life for the sins of a guilty world. I love the world of sinners lost. That's what John 3.16 says. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life. You would think that the gates to heaven would have been barred shut eternally because of Calvary and what we did to God's son. But mercy is the door to heaven was not barred eternally shut because of Calvary. In fact, because of Calvary, the door to heaven is open to you tonight. Oh, what grace, the love of God. The message of the cross displays the power of God. The Lord Jesus didn't go down to defeat. He triumphantly cried, finished on the cross. That was no whimper from a defeated man. That was a note of triumph. I finished exactly what I came to earth to do. I paid the penalty price for sin. I satisfied God's holy claims. Finished. He bowed his head. It didn't slump to his chest. And he delivered up his spirit. And the third day, you can do a pilgrimage to Jerusalem if you want. You can search all the tombs if you want. But you won't find a particle of dust from the remains of the Lord Jesus. He's alive. The power of God, the message of the cross, and that same resurrection power is a power that can deliver souls from going down to hell and can save them and take them to heaven. That's the power in the message of the cross. All the programs that government offers to help people, their 12-step programs, their 12-month programs, you name it, what all the programs together on earth cannot do, God's salvation can do. The message of the cross is a message for you this evening. But it demands a response. You know what the tragedy is? There are people who have a cross around their neck, but no Christ in their heart. I want to ask you tonight, the message of the cross. Have you ever faced the reality of your sin? Have you ever understood why Jesus died on the cross? Have a moment when you said, Ah, oh, it was for me. For me. That's what's taken me to heaven. Jesus died for me. Yes, the cross of Christ. Have you believed its glorious message? Have you acknowledged your guilt at the foot of the cross? Have you had your sins forgiven there? We trust that today's broadcast will get you thinking about what the cross of Christ means to you personally. We hope that it's not just a religious symbol to you, or some kind of good luck charm, but that it will be a special place for you, a place where you found your peace with God, through trusting in our Lord Jesus Christ as your own personal Savior. 
If this or any of our Bible messages here at Anchor Point has made you aware of God's interest in you, or if you'd like some literature or a visit that would help you understand these important truths, why don't you drop us a line at anchorpointradio at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. We're glad you were able to join us at Anchor Point today. Anchor Point is sponsored by Believers in Christ who are meeting at various gospel halls. Each of these Christian assemblies holds gospel services every Sunday, as well as other meetings such as regular prayer and Bible studies throughout the week. If you've been challenged by today's message and would like to know more about the truth of the gospel or of gathering unto the name of the Lord Jesus Christ following New Testament principles, take a look at our Anchor Point website at anchorpointradio.com. There you will find more information as well as the location, programs, and meeting schedules for the gathering center nearest you. My name is Glenn Todd. Thank you once again for listening, and we invite you to join us again next week at the same time for Anchor Point, where we believe that Christ alone is the anchor for the soul. 